time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are live from Theo Luis's Garage once again. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. And thanks for being here every week and for all the new listeners. Dumbie. And you know what? You can check us out on www.twintalkcast.com. And, and because we're iTwins, you can also find us on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose Iancal. And you can take us on all your Apple gadgets anywhere. That's because we are on the cutting edge. Even though we're on live from a garage somewhere in the world, you can catch us. Because that's the way we do it in the barrio. We go in the garage, all covertly, todo. And you know what? We had it, <laughs> we told you you can get get us on iTunes and on our website. You can listen to all of our shows that are that we've done live. They are archived for we podcasts. We have awesome shows. Last week we had the premiere of the American Vato, which was a spinoff that we. Tell them about it. Well, what happened is, uh, because it was the American Idol finale, and my brother and I have connections in the industry, we unearthed a tape, which is the American Idol pilot, the pilot to the American Idol from years ago. We unearthed it, and we were able to play it. And from from that... What happened is, just like they did to the quesadilla and turned it into a quesadilla, they took the American Vato and turned it into American Idol, but we are here because we're for real. And, you know, because of that, my brother decided, let's do a little contest. Let's do an American Vato contest. Yeah, and so far we have one contestant. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, what? you're in denial. We all have a Vato in us. <laughs> okay, so, you know, get in touch with your Inno Vato. Later on, we're going to play that promo, and uh, and we'll tell you what the well, rules are. Well, again. well, we're going to play that, that tape because it's a really cool tape, uh, uh, a pilot uh, which was never used for American Idol, but we have it, and we're going to play it. And you're going to—we promise you're going to love it. And you could only hear it on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel because that's how we roll exclusively from Theo Luis's garage. Ciao. Now this week we have a great show. Um, we have in the garage with us NBC Los Angeles reporter John Caddy's Klimak. Klimak is right here, right he's, next to me. He's going to be sharing with us an amazing... Uh, I uh, hope he shares some of those Fig Newtons. Hey, Holmes, pass those over. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway, he's here already and he's just standing by. He's going to share. He did an amazing um, investigative story uh, for NBC Los Angeles that has to do with the uh, mortgage crisis and the fact that the banks are playing games with people. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a a hater or anything but the banks are really doing some really crazy things but his angle was people are fighting back and actually you know if you do it right right you on. can beat the banks right on that's why Klimak is my homie like that also in, he stands up for la gente also in the garage we're going to have uh from res ipsa law group legal counsel curtis westfall who 
who is uh, he specializes in that, and he's going to give us uh, our homeowners, let us know what rights the homeowners have, and what and, and really tell us what the banks are doing. To tell us how to tell those banks, toma cabrones, <laughs> shit, I'm keeping my house, y qué. And you know what? We're also going to have a homeowner who is in the midst of it right now. But he, we're not going to tell you his name because we're going to be covert about it. Homie's still in the process he, of he, telling him, toma cabrones. Yes, and the banks are powerful, so he wants to stay down low, but... Not powerful enough that, you know, one can't, uh, you know, uh, take the upper hand. But also, a, a very impo- a very special guest with us later on also will be uh, filling in for Jonesy. Her name is Heather Yako. She is a multimedia journalist and student of the Walter Cronkite program at the Arizona University. Arizona State University. I don't want to say, I don't want to mix them up because there's Arizona State and then there's the University of Arizona, and I know they, they're like rivals, and I don't want to piss her off or anything, but she's going to be filling in today, Heather Yako, with the current events in a little while. Right on. Right on. So you want to do shout-outs, brother? Yes, I do. I have my very first shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to, uh, what did I do? My, give me my shout-outs. Let me give you the shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> my very first shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to my new neighbor. As you know, I just moved. Yes, you did. Uh, about a month ago, actually. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't help. I realized I'm, that... I, I'm not sorry I didn't help. Dude, I, <laughs> Heather, I moved out and I was working on my car. And uh, I happened to meet my neighbor, very nice guy, and mm-hmm. I needed some lubricant <laughs> for my car. And some and my brother pulls you. up. my brother pulls up and he's all, you know, he's not helping me. And he's all, oh, man, you said a president now. He's going to be asking you for everything now. <laughs> oh, but that was... A oh, come name. on, Holmes. Was... I'm trying to, like, you know... It's I not am like going to hit him up later. A cup of yeah. sugar, dude. Next thing you know, you're going to be borrowing his freaking power compressor. I was working <laughs> on impact. I was working right. on that drill. <laughs> Come on. Anyhow, uh, uh, shout out to Mary Powers. You know, she's an American Idol former contestant. Yes, I watched that because I watch every American and Idol. And she kicks ass. She's a, a a punk rocker, and she kicks ass. I put up one of our, our her videos. It's called. They're called the Modern End. Check them out on our Facebook. Yes. And our deal. Hey, what's up, Mary? I watched you. Our deal. <laughs> Antonio Lopez. What's up, Dio? Ciao. Puro Hakas Ranch. And one of your own, Tara Wallace. What's up, Tara? She's checking in because she was, uh, she's a listener and she was on our very first show. I want to invite everyone to go on to um, um, uh, check out. She's got an amazing uh, movie trailer that she's working on an awesome documentary. And um, she's been working on it for a while. We're going to have her on our, in Theo Lisa's garage very soon when she's ready to launch that. But I want to invite Come everyone back, to, Tara. to follow cool. her on Twitter. You're a cool chick. At Tara Wallace. And uh, I'm sure you'll find her tweet and get a link to that video. It is amazing. We got a few Hi, a few new listeners uh, right. that I know of. David Soto, Ellie Lash, Eric Fuentes, Roger uh, Fowler, and William Gamble. Hey, Holmes, do you really count your money at home? <laughs> huh? And let's say hello to Rob Camo. He's in the. He's in that. He's listening. What's up, Rob? What's up, Rob? Listening again, Holmes. All the way from the Santa Clarita Valley. Woo! I got a hello to Big Valley Days. Lynette Tejeda. She's a listener. Love it. Thanks, again. Lynette. Thanks for listening. And Lorena Soltavi. Hey, homegirl. You keep changing your name. Come on. I know who you are. <laughs> Jackie Joyride from Run Devil Run. What's up, Jackie? Hey. Badass band, badass rock and roll band. Check them out. They were on our show, and uh, hopefully we'll have you guys again. We are going to have them again. We're going to talk know. about that. Mm-hmm. Let us know. And uh, Jerry DeVore from uh, Ballin Park, but he's out over in uh, somewhere near Palm Springs. What's up, Jerry what? T. DeVore? 
What's up, Jerry? And my baby Lulu. Hi, baby. I love you, Pinchy. How about shout out to to your 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 daughter's? Uh, uh... Yeah, my my baby my uh, my uh, my daughter Samantha. Express Cuts. She is a cosmetologist, a licensed cosmetologist. Is it cosmetologist or cosmetologist? <laughs> Hit her up. She's really good. She's talented. She's had that talent since she was a little kid. She got it from her mom and her grandmother. It's three generations of cosmetologists. Cosmetology. They're at Express Cuts <laughs> in 10420 Laura Souza Road in El Monte, or as some of the vatos like to say, Big Monte. <laughs> Okay, nine one seven three two. You can call her up and make an appointment six two six four four eight one nine three one and tell her that her dad sent you. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, she's a sweetheart. You love it, and she's actually really, really good with them scissors. And if there's any other listeners that I I may have not mentioned, uh, well, everybody, we're glad that you're there. There's probably some listeners from Australia because they've been hitting us up because they know that Sunset Riot, who's kicking ass from Australia, will be here on the 21st. To all of you, cheers, mate. Cheers. Anyway, I want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Mary Parks. From NBC Los Angeles. Oh, right on, Mary. Let me tell you, she's awesome. She's a twin. Oh, really? I've known her all these years. Didn't know she's a twin. She's a twin, and her twin sister is Melanie. So it's Melanie and Mary. Hello, ladies. She has, she also has twin daughters. Because we are, what did you say before? Proliferating? We are proliferating. Whatever that means. You know what? We live among you, and And, you don't even know it. And and Heather, Heather Yako, who's here now, is a twin as well. Yes. That's right. I have to give a shout out to my twin, Holly Yako. Hi, Holly. And uh, my sister, Anna Hermes, in San Diego. Hey, girl. Shout. Shout out. One more shout Uh, out. You're you're like the third leg here, Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was uh, going to say, you were talking about moving, and 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 it got to me that, you know, a brother helps you move, but, it, but, huh. but, a, but, but a twin helps you move a body. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Two bodies. That's a good one, bro. Anyways, one more, sh- one more shout out from, from, from us to <laughs> Melanie and Mary, uh, and also who, to Mary Parks' daughters, who are also twins, Margot and Mallory. Now, Eminem, Eminem, Mary, Melanie, Margot and Mallory. Her kids are twins as well. Yes, and uh, I think they're in college. Uh, good on you, girls. You we guys rock. have to be nice to twins. Listen, please <laughs> tell your friends that, that you'd log on to www.twintalkcast.com. Um, if you guys want to call the the, stu- the studio, the, the the garage, the garage lines are always open. Six two six two seven five. Twin. That's six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Twin. Hey, Klimak, I think someone's knocking at the garage door. It you, sounds like it. Can, can I you, check it? Can you check it? Anyway, so make sure uh, they have beer homes. Now, <laughs> now, and you got to see that movie here after. I rented that one this weekend on Netflix. I think it was or the Red Box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that's a Clint Eastwood film. Yes, and there's twins in that movie. Check it out. So, anyways, here we go. Before now, we got to continue to current events. Current events, ladies and gentlemen, from straight out of straight out of the Walter Cronkite program for journalism at Arizona State University, multimedia journalist Heather Yako. Ah, how's everyone doing? Doing hey, good, doing good. And your fel- and a fellow twin at that. That's right. I'm a fellow twin. Uh-huh. She's we're two minutes apart. Wow, my brother and I are four minutes apart. Um, yeah. What's the coincidence? <laughs> there's no question. No there's no we're twins, right? Twins. We're, we're just twins. all twins. That's it. We're all twins. Yeah. We're, we're multiples. Is she as hot as you? 
it, <laughs> even, she's, even, she's even more beautiful. Yeah. She's a brunette. I'm a little blonde. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me tell you, they are hot. I've seen their <laughs> pictures of her sisters. Hot, just like her. Gracias. Hot. Hot twins. That, that, Sounds like a movie, you know, like, you know. Hot. <laughs> the hot twins. But let me tell you, let me tell you, they're fraternal twins, and they don't look alike, but they're hot. And then her two, who's two sisters that are not twins look like twins. Yeah, my older sister and my twin sister look like identical twins, and I look like the older sister. I think the blonde hair kind of throws it off. But when I did have dark hair, people thought we were triplets. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kind of like the Kardashians. Multiples. They thought that of me and my brother and one of my sisters as well. Yeah, you know, I get that <laughs> we, all the time. We used to play that. We used to say, yeah, we're triplets. Oh, we're doing a shoot with Brad Pitt once? They thought we were twins. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't even doubt it. Mm-mm. So what's going on in current Brad's events? Brad's armpit. Current events. Like well, speaking of the Kardashian <laughs> sisters, I have to talk about Kim Kardashian. I was telling you. Uh-huh. Kim Kardashian and New Jersey Nets Chris Humphrey's engagement. Now, this pretty much shocks a lot of people. It's her boyfriend of only six months. Whoa. And Yeah, I know. And well, not only that, but um, she wasn't expecting it, and he pretty much, um, she walked into her Beverly Hills home, and he's down on one knee with rose petals that says, will you marry me? And the she, basketball player. Basketball player. She's, she's only not 26 gonna, years old. Here's the deal. She's not going to be outdone by the ugly dunkling, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> with Chloe, Lamar Odom, Lamar right? Odom. <laughs> Yikes. She's not going to be outdone. This is Kim Kardashian. They, they're they're, they're Miss- a hot couple. Don't get me wrong. They're, you know, they're pretty damn fly. I, actually, huh? to be honest with you, I think Chloe's hot. I really do. But she's not a twin. What? You're a man? <laughs> I. <laughs> Dude, you ever hear that song, Vagina in the Sky? <laughs> she's so I don't tall, know, man. man. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. She's got them legs and she's kind of got that homely thing going. The he, she that. look, you can't even tell. It's just, it's all a mysterious experiment. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Something new. He, she. Go. Hey, why eliminate it? Why eliminate that? that? Exactly. But she got a 20.5 carat ring, which is pretty crazy. Um, and oh. I guess it was estimated a couple million bucks, considering he only makes a few million a year himself. Well, he must be. You know what? He must be really pussy whipped if he's going <laughs> to give up all his money. Dude, he probably went to the pawn shop, took one of his, you know, suits or something. No, he went in and uh, says, look, I promise, I promise, I promise I'm going to win the, the finals next year, the championship, and I'll get, he pawned his projected ring. That's right. And, <laughs> and exactly. some stupid pawn That's shop exactly took what it. That's exactly what he did. The, what is it, the Nets or the Knicks? <laughs> he's for the New Jersey Nets. W- when was the last time they won a final? Must be a New Jersey pawn shop. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a basketball You know, it must fact. be. Yeah. A no New way. Jersey pawn shop. All right. Keep the hope alive, y'all. That's right. Okay. So, so Ace, what's up? Which one do you like of the Kardashians? There's Chloe, there's Courtney, and there's I don't Kurt know. Kim. Any, the only reason I know the tall one is because we did that shoot with Lamar Odom. Otherwise, I don't know who the heck they are. Kim's I know they're- the hottest. Okay. But sometimes Chloe looks better than her because Kim looks a bit too fake. Yeah. <laughs> and then some, you know. Every once in a blue moon, Chloe will be the prettiest. I think Chloe looks. Look, I think Chloe is pretty because I guess the one thing I can guess. I bet you they're drama queens. Oh, they're oh, all drama sure. queens. You okay. have to be drama queen oh, to, sure. to be on oh, yeah. television, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> you see, I know my television. Look at you. You're a drama it. queen. That's why you're on radio. She. she right. Well, I, 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 I'm not a fan of Kim because I think she's too like you may you know superficially looking like you know glitz good, and glam. Yeah, she's too that. Uh, Courtney's just a dog. She's a dog. <laughs> yeah, I think Courtney's a dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, and what I, makes her a dog? 
She's a dog. And then she's dating that lame old guy who combs his hair to the side. He's pretty lame, but you know what? He's cute. Come on. You can't hate uh, him. He, he's, he's you, you, he's, so you would date a guy a because he's cute and kind of no, no, lame? No, 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 you know no, what I don't no. like about him? One thing I don't he's like, a loser. Don't get me wrong. He's but a total you loser. can't say he's not handsome. Okay. He's one of those okay. guys <laughs> that goes up. He sails. I think right? she just kind of admitted it, but she didn't want to. She's into <laughs> now. No, no, no. He's, no. You're a sucker for a cute face. Nah, I got a cute face. I don't need another one. Ciao. So, okay. All right. Fine. I still like Chloe. Will you move on to the next one? Awesome. Okay. Well, you know what? Next next topic. A French open ball boy accidentally runs onto court during point in a tennis match. And this was between Andy Murray and Victor Troicki, forcing okay. a let out for the point and having to easily been let out a point. Um, so they went in, They counted the point. They counted the point. And the exactly. ball boy ran out. The ball boy ran out, not even thinking, you know, it was clear. It was good for him to run out. And he runs out. And they're still playing. <laughs> yeah, like, you bet, Troke. He was pissed. He was real pissed. Did he try to do a break dance and shit right <laughs> They did. There? Oh, Everybody? yeah. Oh, yeah. They you got... know what? Next time you do that, dude, at, least, at, least have bus... a, at least have a GoDaddy tattoo on your neck <laughs> and get paid. Because <laughs> you just got fired, buddy. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. Have a TwinTalkCast.com <laughs> sticker on your back. We can't it. pay you, but it'll be We'll give you some publicity. How's that? <laughs> yeah, he sh- we should do that, huh? Instead, they almost collided, though. They almost collided with each other. He was real pissed. You know, Toki's like, what? You just messed up my game. Yeah. <laughs> what city was He's it? like a cock blocker. You it messed up in, my game. He was in France, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. You said yep, France. Yeah, that's right. But, he, but you know what? Troki ended up losing the game, so he can't blame it on that little point because he got beat. To well, remember that Seinfeld episode? Where if Kramer decides he wants to be a, a ball boy, because he goes to a tennis game, he thought it was the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so cool. And he walks into Jerry's house without knocking <laughs> like he always does. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a ball boy. <laughs> and then he does it, and he does that. He trips over. He trips as he's getting the ball or something yeah. in the middle of a point, too. I love Kramer. Dude. Craziness. Too bad he went freaking racist on us. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> I saw that clip on YouTube. <laughs> so what's going on? What and, else? And now we got a dog that got rescued after seven days while he was under a rock. And this dog was only four years old. Um, he trapped under for seven days, nearly 50 tons of rock. Was this Joplin, Missouri, or what was it? Was it a tornado? What, how did this happen? How did he get- <laughs> Actually, he was just um, he was just taking a walk with his um, his owner. And then I guess he just ran away and went chased a cat. And got stuck and under a rock. And got stuck. That's what happened. When- this happened in Australia, my here's dad. A, here's a rule to all you... Young adolescents, that's what happens when you chase the pussy. You get, <laughs> you got stuck you under stuck, a rock. Yeah, and then it takes two thousand dollars to rescue you. Sh- that much money? What's, what's, yeah, is that worth? Now come on, let's sh- think about it. Is that oh, worth two thousand bones? They should have just gave him a Leatherman Leatherman knife so he could chop off his leg. <laughs> One of his paws. And right? Get out. That's right. I mean, luckily they successfully. They can make a him, movie out of it. Damn. What? What was the dog's name? The dog's name was Jesse. Oh, Jesse, Jesse got stuck in the rocks. <laughs> it's a dog. It's a, it's a, you know, dog's a man's best friend. That's Jesse James. Uh-huh. He, got, he got stuck down under a rock. <laughs> chasing pussy. Say, chasing pussy. <laughs> he could, have, yeah, he trouble. almost killed himself for that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh that's not God. worth it. I know, it's not worth not, it. It's no. not, Trust me, it's not worth it, guys. Not worth $2,000. Not at all. I know, that's right. Well, I get the cat pursuing me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's the way it works. That's it's how you gotta do it. That, that's, that's how you call the shots. Exactly. Exactly. Hundred percent. Hey, right. who's at the door? I don't know. Someone knocking at the door. The dog. It's a dog. dog. <laughs> it's Jesse. He's coming to get us. He's like, you calling me pussy? Yeah, Jesse. <laughs> Who are you calling Jesse's pussy? pissed off right now. See what you did. Hey, so, so Rob Rob Camote just posted on Facebook. He says, sounds like the dog got off cheap. Only 2000 <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? You were th- 
Right on, Rob. You're right. Yeah, right so on. So, what's Robbie. what else is going on? Well, home prices continue to sag uh, here in Glendale and Burbank. I guess they declined in April. Part of the national trend is wait, wait. slow and go. Ho- hold on, real quick. Hold recovery. on. Hold on, real quick. Uh, the garage, Theo Lisa's garage, is not anywhere. It's not anywhere. But it's everywhere. everywhere. It's a, that. Okay, that's right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so back to where you were. Uh, so, home prices are sagging. What? Uh huh. They're sagging, and um, I guess it's some national trend is a slow and go economic recovery. That curb buyers, so-called distressed properties, continue to be dragged on the market. Okay. Um. So I guess they'd be saying like home sold in you know who certain was, places. Who was be- wearing drag at the market? Did you say somebody <laughs> was wearing drag at the market? Everyone that's trying to buy a home was drag. <laughs> Everyone that was trying to buy a home. <laughs> so homes were probably like four hundred thirty-five thousand in April, fourteen percent lower than the five hundred and six thousand price a year ago. Which, according to the data collector by Claire Williams, said that um. Price, they just seem prices to keep sagging. They just down, keep man. sagging, huh? Yeah. They're sagging like because they're they're in their elderly years. That's exactly. Why. That's, what, that's <laughs> what happens. You just sag. Everything sags, including your pocket. There you go. <laughs> and um, your wallet. They're yeah, everything. So no bueno on them. Well, you know what? And it's funny you say that because later on in the show we're gonna have with us, as you know, John Caddy's Klimak, who from NBC Los Angeles, he already chimed in, and. Our very own Curtis Westfall, legal counsel for ResIpsaLawGroup.com. We're going to be talking about the embattled homeowners, how the you know foreclosures are going crazy in this country, and that now people are starting to wise up and they're starting to fight the banks. You know, we're not trying to get a free ride. Fight the we power. Just, we just, you know, the banks have pulled some crazy tricks and uh, and people are fighting. But anyways, what else you got going on? What else is, I got going on? Is your computer on? locked up? It is. I'm, I'm trying to make it work. You I'll fix it. it. I'll Thank, fix you. it. Thank you. Gracias. I'll fix it. Um, okay. After all, after all assists, three pointers, and triple doubles, Jason Kidd has an easier path to his next entry in the NBA record book. That's right. What? 38 years old, and Kidd will become the oldest guard to start in a game in the NBA Finals when the Dallas Mavericks face Miami Heat wow. tonight. That's right. Really? Tonight. Exactly. Isn't that nice to get a little title for nothing? I'm, really? I'm curious to know who's going for who. So chime in. Who's in? Who's in? Say it. It is Chase. the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. face the Miami Heat. Baby. Now, the Miami Heat, was it them who barely made it? They barely made it through. No, are they, did they clap? I don't watch basketball. I'm a baseball fan. Oh, my bad. I, and, and my Dodgers are hurting. Two, <laughs> two fires in three days. I'm just glad that LA's out. Hey, this I weekend, this weekend <laughs> at the Dodger Stadium was Bring Your Pooch Stadium. What? There was over 600 dogs there. Oh, yeah. That's uh, sponsored, and it's actually brought to you by Steve Garvey, who's a big fan of uh That's of where Jesse was on his way to when he got stuck under that rock. What actually happened, <laughs> he was getting chased by some vatos over there. He was wearing the other cap for the other team. Man. <laughs> oh, Somebody's okay. got to tell that pooch, man. All right, so what else you got going for us? Cell phones are possible for cancer causing cancer however uh, <laughs> studies are saying this sh- don't change your cell phone habits just because cell phones may be the cause of cancer but um i guess last year they did a result and studies found that there's no links between cell phones and cancer but, however some people disagree but they do say it's linked to infertility so for those of you guys who like to <laughs> play around carry a couple of cell phones in your pocket you that's all you say. need man uh, no kidding. Wow. A couple of cell phones. Now, here's what that's I got to say. That's a good one, huh? That's I think, and for the record, I am a law-abiding citizen. Maybe they have an will, app for that. An app for, like, you know, you know shoot blanks. <laughs> anyway, I'm a, a law-abiding citizen, and I will drive with my earpiece on because it's the law in the state that I live in. I'm going to be incognito, folks. In the state that I live in to, wear, uh, to go hands-free. And 
I will do that. But I tell you, I am sick and tired. <laughs> That's what she told the, you. I think Go hands so, free. <laughs> I think it's Damn the worst. It. <laughs> it's one of the worst laws ever. I was driving today. And a woman next to me was putting on her eyeliner, which I see all the time. Now, when I'm driving with the phone, if I had it up to my ear, I'd have my eyes on the road. But when you're putting on eyeliner, can you put your eyes on the road? No, no you're putting Oh, yeah, a- you can. One eyeball on the road, one eyeball on your eyeliner, and you you, you good. <laughs> That's if you got that lazy eye thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, I don't got lazy eye. You have to now. be multi-talented, I think. That's what it is. And are multitasking, and women have that, right? Oh, we have, yeah, we can eat, we can drink coffee in the car, we can do our makeup. And, you and get then we just get to your husband at the same time. <laughs> exactly. And then we're on the phone yelling at you guys. And then, and then we ruin the car. All I know is that it's the worst law ever. It was, uh, it was written to to uh, just bring more and, revenue and you know it, it's true I, I did traffic court you know I was in traffic court again this weekend yes I know you live there ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I just completed 20 hours of traffic no traffic school not traffic court 20 hours I, uh, I'm working on my masters <laughs> anyhow there's a great story the, the, the guy was talking about this girl that was speeding on her way to uh, Cal State Northridge CSUN yeah she was so happy because she had studied and she was going to pass this test and she was speeding in the morning and she got pulled over for the first time and she just started bawling and bawling and bawling because she was scared. So when he came to the cop came to talk to her, she was like so scared that she threw a lie and said, I'm on my way to the airport. And then he just, you know, asked her for her paperwork and stuff. And he, she was still scared thinking, oh, no, I lied. What am I going to say? And then she told him, I'm on my way to the airport to pick up my son, my husband that's on his way back from Iraq. Uh huh. And the 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 cop just looked at her, took the paperwork, and went back. And she just started bawling because she's like, "Oh my god, I just lied twice to a cop." (laughs) He saw the cop calling other people. Uh huh. Two other cops came and escorted her to the airport. Oh (laughs) Oh, man! And now she's like, "I'm stuck at the airport and I can't go home." (laughs) Women. (laughs) She actually had to play it off when she got there. She was obviously bawling on her way over there. But when she got there, she, you know, parked a car and ran. There's actually an app for that, a speeding app. It's called My Tracks. Sorry. <laughs> Do you need to use that app, young lady? Driving. Thank goodness you woke me. What was it? Hold on. That escaped cheetah isn't going to catch himself. <laughs> I'm following my friend and I have his medication. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, we have an awesome app with excuses to tell the cops. We have one. We have time for one more. I will be, in because while, we're on twin time. <laughs> we're on twin time. And that's whenever Jose says. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the time. It's 7.40, man. So, well, okay, Heather. Well, this one I got to say, we saved the best for last. So, finally, reality TV shows have found their mission, not in the U.S., not in Europe, but in Iraq. <laughs> that's right. What? The game show acquires dignity, mission, and inspiration. <laughs> and, yeah, it's funny, A game right? show? You, yeah, you just... You're dying. Is you're it dying a reality show or a game show? You know, they call it reality TV shows. However, it's a game show. But the game show. Okay, what's, <laughs> what's it called? They, I don't even think they have a name. No. Okay, so you know, see. it's it's like in progress. But the first two are, I guess, you have to make, you have to get into three teams, and then you have to make a one minute film. And the first two are strangely poetic, and then the second one has to be about your nation's crying soul portrays Iraq, and then the third one's starts with a familiar scene of a terrorist bundling a kidnapped victim into a car. <laughs> you heard it. That's right. And I guess this was... Because um, that's reality in Iraq. It, exactly. I mean, we want to see that. Act. Who who would watch it? We would watch it. We would all be... Like fans. if you were doing... What's behind door number one? Exactly. It's, an it's a machine improvised gun. <laughs> MP5. <laughs> Blast off. Improvised. Can sabe que? What an do you call it? IED. Improvised something. Explosive device. Yeah. yeah. 
There you go. Who would like to blow yourself up on door number one? Door. <laughs> and I guess the prize is pride. Behind, you win your pride is what you get. What you get is 21 virgins. That's right. <laughs> right? You're right. <laughs> or is it 17 virgins? I, I thought know. it was 72. Actually, I, he, it is. yeah. I don't know. You get more than Klimak. 21, man. Klimak knows. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows. Are you converting, Klimak? You got to know are your you radical converting? Islam, man. <laughs> 72 virgins? Even if Klimak doesn't know, just because he says it is, it is. <laughs> that's right. All right. So th- that's just crazy. What would you call it? What would you call it? The show? Yeah. Um, born in Iraq? I don't... No, uh-huh. come on. That's too well, lame. It is. You got to have something like. Lame? Like, Are you calling me lame? Yeah. <laughs> Something crazy like that, you know. You need to do something powerful that says, "Oh snap, this is gonna be crazy." Oh snap! Yeah, you need something crazy when people just look at the mer- commercial like, "Oh man, this that, is gonna be nuts." Yeah, I get just got really attention. nervous. I just get really. You think they're just gonna come we, out at you? At do we need to make sure that right? T. Luis locked the garage? <laughs> he doesn't know we're here. We always have to make our way in. Well, anyways, thank it, you so much, Heather. You're welcome. Thank Fantastic, you, Heather. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Multimedia journalist, straight out of straight out of content. No, straight <laughs> out of the Cronkite program for journalism in the Arizona State University, Miss Heather Yako. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So hey, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. We promised you last week. Uh, we promised you that we would share with you what we shared last week. My brother and I, in in honor of the American Idol finale that happened last week, we, I really thought the chick was going to win. What chick? I oh, don't know her name. Her name is uh, uh, the white Elena, chick. Lauren Elena. Yeah. She was really good. I thought she was going to win too. Mm-hmm. But the the kid that won, uh, Scott McCreary. He sounds. Let me tell you what's great about this. What's great about this is that some good American kids that sing country music, uh-huh. they're young and wholesome. Uh-huh. They, they won. Were, they were both that goes kind to of show the same genre. Because what happens, yeah, but what happens is all these elite people that live in the, in the big cities in LA and in New York and Chicago they believe that they know everything when they when, they, when the campaigns happen they think that they're going to run and, and they're going to tell people how to run their country but you know what runs a country middle America ladies and gentlemen the television and middle no, <laughs> the middle, television everybody in middle America is watching television middle America dude <clears throat> middle America and that is why two country two country kids you know kids were the finale, the finalists. And that's why Scott McCree won. Television runs the country. we are American, ladies and gentlemen. We are still on the conservative side, ladies and gentlemen. But just wait until the American battle gets It's up. all those people in the city that want to go all liberal and crazy on us. Okay, go ahead. What were you saying? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back off my soapbox. Let's turn on our listeners to the American battle. Okay. Yeah, well, let me... Because that's the, you know, well, the, let's, the urban, like you say. Well, let me just let not people know America, where we got this tape. Not middle-aged... Let me tell people Just, what we got. Ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't hear it last week, we were able to unearth a pilot, uh, American Idol pilot, a tape of the original American Idol pilot. It was never used. They, they, they changed directions, but uh, <laughs> you'll be able to listen to uh, it. The Sheriff Shapiro, whatever his name, got a, a hold of it. And, but here it is, ladies and gentlemen. To deport it. Here it is, <laughs> and uh, check it out. Kill it, I 
tune in to Twin Talk for the premiere of American Vato, where you can pick a real homegrown Vato to be the first American Vato. Check out these creases, Ese. Don't cut yourself. I got my flannel, my khakis, and my imperials, Ese. Que mas quieres? Will it be an enano from East LA with his firme threads but menacing stare? Don't be a chava, Ese. Vote for me, cause I'm the real American vato. Hey baby, que paso? I'm the most firme ruca in this joint, Ese. Or la shy girl from Bolin. And Chucho, and my man. She's got connections, eh? Shout out to my homegirl, Sapa. Hey, Sapa, I got your eyeliner, eh? Orale, that's a firme track, Holmes. Turn it up till it bumps. Or do you prefer to groove with Flaco from Dogtown? I get the ladies, Ese. Orale, Holmes. You can't groove it like me, Ese. This is how I get the niña, Ese. So show America where you're from, Ese, and call on your cell, or from your cell, to vote for the first American Vato. Premiere soon on Twin Talk. That's more like it. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's where I like it, Holmes. <laughs> As you can see, uh, American Idol decided to As go you can in a see, different direction. And, Will you stop interrupting? Ladies and gentlemen, you me, all right? have a little vato in you. And if you're a niña, you have a little ruca in you. As you yeah. can see, American Idol decided to go in a different direction. They wanted to go for the middle America. <laughs> you know, Instead of South America. <laughs> But, you know, my brothers thought, you know, let's do something. Let's do a little something uh, that would go along with this American vibe. Well, you know what? We're uh, Our awesome sponsor, the Scream Shop Alternative Footwear, they have awesome T-shirts, awesome shoes, and awesome bicycles. They are giving away a pair of shoes to the winner, the first American Vato. And uh, everybody can play. You don't have to be a guy or a girl. Uh, you can be any race, creed, or whatever, because we all have a nickname. And this, and this, what I'm going to get to is, is the the rules. Every vato has a nickname. What's your nickname? Okay, so here's the deal: a uh, contest. So you'll be, if you want to participate, you will post uh, your criteria on our Facebook wall, and my brother's going to read the criteria, and you will win prizes from one of our sponsors, thescreamshop.com. If you want to see what they're like or what they're about, go to www.thescreamshop.com. What's the criteria, bro? The criteria, and, and if you want to hear the criteria again, but very well put by the Cholo DJ himself, listen to last week's podcast. I'm just going to go through it really quick. Real quick. What's your nickname? Uh, what's your favorite oldie? Uh, what ramfla or car is your cholo car or your vato car? Right. And, um, you know, for all the vatos, how many baby mama you have? <laughs> and for the rucas, how many baby daddy? And uh, what's your favorite line in American Me? And, and if you haven't watched it, uh, Netflix it because uh, it's worth some points, baby. And, of course, because uh, the vato and the ruca all have a little bit of a rebel in them, just like we all do. What cause have you stood up for? Did you beat up a bully or did you stand up for a cause at the PTA? So, nickname, favorite oldie, what car is your vato car? How many baby mama or baby daddy? 
Your favorite line in American Meat and what cause have you stood up for? Come on, y'all. Let's have some fun. Don't be all tight and shit. <laughs> Chinga. So, hey, listen, everybody, please participate. Uh, the uh, the screenshot have some really cool stuff and uh, you'll be able to win from them. Uh, you can go online and check them out at www.thescreenshop.com. Make up your American Vato or Vata or whatever you want to call it. Ruka. Ruka. <laughs> And uh, post it on our wall on Facebook, Twin Talk Show. Come on, Rob. I know you got a vato in you, Holmes. So, so now, so now um, we're going to go. Now, we want to talk about what's going on, what's going to go on. June 24th, my brother and I, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we will be participating in the Inland Empire Rock for a Cure, which is uh, benefiting the American Cancer Society. We're going to be there with our twin talk with jose and angel custom photo booth that you guys hear about so come check it out and be part of it and you know what uh, there's going to be five uh five awesome rock bands that are going to be playing that oh, night. it's going to be dope they're going to be it's going it's going to be four of them uh, warner drive run devil run a couple other ones and uh they're really good bands and all the benefits goes towards dennis a- is out what do you mean couple other ones <laughs> What's up, Dennis? I, I, sorry, Dennis. It's gonna be, listen. <laughs> it benefits American Cancer Society, and who doesn't know somebody who has been uh, uh, affect, affected by that insidious, insidious uh, disease? Isn't that a helping. movie, Insidious? Yes, it is. Isn't that a movie? Anyway, um, but anyway, as part of it, there's going to be uh, uh, straight out of Canada, the rock and roll. Artist Stacy Wells herself. Artist with the Cure. She's got some pretty awesome, awesome artwork and. Check it out. She's going to be, uh, she's actually was commissioned to make a special uh, painting of one of the rock bands called uh, Run Devil Run, and she's going to be taking it there. It's going to be um, available for auction, and we have Stacy Wells. And wait, before, on. go look on our wall. She's posted that that painting right now with a sneak peek. Yes, go on Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Check out the photo, the painting, and uh, we have Stacy Wells calling in from Canada right now to tell us more about it. Stacy, can you hear us? Hi guys, how you doing? Fantastic, Stacy. Thanks so much for taking awesome. the take. Thanks for taking the time uh, to talk to us on Twin Talk. Can you see Alaska from there? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Stacy, this is Angel. You know, I'm looking at the picture. It's really awesome. Just one thing. Thank you. Domo has a shirt. I wanted to see him without his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the next one. <laughs> So, so and first of all, I do. I just want to say it's it's not a commissioned artwork. This is something that I am donating. I've just uh, done because I I love to use my talent to help out, and it's a, such a great cause. So, tell us, how did you become involved in this? Well, actually, um, I uh, well, I've been painting forever, and I I absolutely love music, particularly rock and roll. And I love to paint rock stars. I love the the lighting and the rock star look. And uh, because of that, it gets me invited to a lot of celebrity events. So that's kind of fun. Right. And uh, anyhow, and you know, you know, uh, Dennis and Julie, and they're just awesome cancer fighting people. And they're the organi- and they're the organizers of this event. Absolutely, yeah. And so I saw. I saw actually Julie's post about the Rock for the Cure, so I immediately offered to donate an artwork to that. And um, I'd actually been looking for a, a cancer fundraiser to donate to because I've had two really good friends die in the last six months of cancer. So I was hoping to find something, 
you know, great that I could do and, and donate in the memory of my friends, uh, Dave and Brenda. So for me, this was just awesome. It just, like, came well, right up on my Facebook page and that's, 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 perfect event with rock and roll and everything. So. so tell us about the painting itself. What painting uh, are you donating? Okay, well, well, I love to paint something that, that's really cool for and unique to each event that I donate to. And so I thought, you know, my favorite band, Run Devil Run, is playing. Awesome. And I just, I love those guys. They've got a really cool look. And uh, actually, I had, uh, I'm friends with uh, Dory Lawrence, who's a fabulous photographer. Way to and go. so I talked to her. Yeah, you guys have talked to her before, too. She's very talented. Right. And so uh, we, we talked, and she sent me a bunch of pictures. And actually, I used a couple for the reference, and I painted the, the painting that I posted on your wall uh-huh. of Run, Devil, Run. Right. And I'm super excited because I just talked to the guys the other day, and they said that they're going to sign the painting as well. That's so fantastic. It'll, yeah, it'll be priceless because I know these guys are going to be famous. They're so awesome. Now, I know my brother has a question for you. Yeah, um, Stacy, I dig the painting. I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty dope. Thank you. Tell Thank our, you. Tell our listeners uh, uh, some of the things that you have been commissioned for. I, I believe you were commissioned to some Led Zeppelin uh, uh, convention or something like that. Is before, that- yeah, before, yeah, you, I- before you do, I, w- I do want to mention to the, our listeners that Stacy Wells is is a real bona fide, amazing artist, and uh, you will know if you go to her, to her Facebook and tell us about that. Go ahead and answer my brother's question, so people will really get a gist of what, what where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I create, recently created a whole Led Zeppelin collection, which uh, actually has been put on hold right now, but it's going to be in Washington at a gallery. And so I'll, I'll put out details about that later. I've seen some and pictures. They look I've, cool. Oh, thank you. And I was invited uh, to the Rockstar Gallery at a private event with Gene Simmons, which was really cool. Nice. And you guys have chatted with him before, too. Yes. So uh, we're, we have we're that tight. in common. We're tight. I beg your pardon? We're tight. He and I, we're, we're close. He's oh, a, good. He's a awesome. real American you, you bottle. You don't kiss and tell, do you? <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're, Jose yeah. slipped in the tongue. <laughs> so, tell people where they can go, where they can see your artwork. Okay, you can go to www.artistwell.net is my newest website. And www.artiswells.com. Awesome. And also Rockstar Reflections on Facebook. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the event is going to be on June 24th at Romano's in, uh, in Riverside. There's four awesome rock bands. The cover charge is only $10. You go in and the money goes directly to the American Cancer Society. So I suggest you bring friends and pay a little bit more. Pay $15 just to help out. And come and yeah, come hang and out. Actually, bring bring lots of money for for the tickets. You know, for your chance to win this awesome original artwork, which will be signed by the band. And you know, I mean, they're going to be there, so maybe they can even personalize it for you. Uh, yeah. And there'll be lots of other other great prizes. So you know, bring lots of money, and it's all going to a great cause. There's lots of good people. All the bands are helping out, and, and Dennis and Julie have just done an amazing job to pull this all together. It's going to be such an awesome, fun night. 
It sure is. Stacy. thanks so much for coming on uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel to talk to us about this. We look forward to seeing your yourself and your artwork at the event on June 24th, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Excellent. Can't wait to see you. Okay, bye. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's awesome. Awesome work. You know, it's a one-of-a-kind piece, and just, just go, even if you're not into really a big rock and roll fan, but who isn't? Check out her stuff. It's pretty dope. She's got this series of bottles wine bottles that well, I think is pretty dope. They're paintings of bottles with artists on it. It's they're really paintings cool. of bottles. Yeah, they're not bottles that are painted. Uh, I got those. And that's where I put my incense in. Anyhow, they're <laughs> paintings of bottles with reflections of rock stars on it. It's pretty dope. Anyway, so we um, we are going to... Um, uh, <laughs> are you looking at the rundown? Yeah, I'm looking at the rundown. You mean you don't got it on your head? I've, no, I don't. <laughs> where, where do we put the commercials? <clears throat> There's no commercials up there. Look, I t- <laughs> took Did it you, out. You took out the commercials. We got to get paid. I said insert commercial now. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we'll be right back. We got to do some commercials, and we will be right back. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hey everyone. For the coolest shoes, t-shirts, wallets, accessories, and more at the best prices, The Scream Shop is the place. En serio, bro. The Scream Shop is in tune with all the feedmist styles and brands like Supra, Vans, Converse, and they just got a shipment of new snapback hats. And don't forget, The Scream Shop now carries the stylish and cool McCargy Fixie bikes. So go to The Scream Shop at one of the cool locations at Riverside, Huntington Park, City of Industry, the Santa Anita Mall in Arcadia, or go online at www.thescreamshop.com. Get your goods there. And give them the promo code TWIN and get 15% off your purchase. And get all the latest info on their Facebook. So friend them. Just don't forget to friend them at Facebook. And The Scream Shop. Alternative footwear and more. Ciao. Hey everyone, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Let me tell you about my favorite place to eat, BB's, where breakfast is everything. I'm not kidding. I go there twice a week, at least. You know, they serve breakfast and lunch all day, and they do it with their own homemade spin. For instance, my favorite is the OMG Hawaiian Bread French Toast, dipped with crispy cornflakes and almonds, and their homemade sweet cinnamon honey butter. Oh, my God, it's so good. But you know what? They also have a great vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free menu. So go to BB's. It's at 353 North Pass Avenue in Burbank. That's BB's where breakfast is everything. And don't forget, mention the twins and they'll give you a discount. BB's where breakfast is everything. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Okay, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for standing by. Um, we uh, first of all, we are like we promised coming up. We're ha- we're playing uh, laptop shuffle here. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, we are broadcasting from Theo Luis's garage, and we're high tech. And we're pretty high tech. If you go to our Facebook at Twin Talk Show, you can check out some pictures of us actually doing um, our show with with several other guests. We've had uh, Zapoteca Roots, El Trio Ella. We have we've had we've had lawyers, reporters, all kinds of stuff here, yeah. and uh, you can catch all our shows on our, our on podcast. Uh, on w- iTunes and www.twintalkcast.com or on iTunes and um, so I want to make sure that you guys um, know that uh, you can subscribe to those for free 
It's not. It doesn't cost you anything. You just subscribe, and it's downloaded automatically. Right so now. if there is an NBA ball game, or your neighbor's kid gets stuck in the dryer, you're compelled to go help. <laughs> you can podcast us and listen to us later. Get, get, get tanto pelo. There's there's no excuse. So just podcast us. Anyway, so right now we're going to go to a musical break, and uh, but when we come back, stay tuned. We have the inimitable. John Caddy's Klimak from NBC Los Angeles, who's got an amazing story about the way that uh, people... Inimitable? Inimitable. What's that? Inimitable. It's a, let me tell you, in all seriousness, he's an amazing, uh, he's got an amazing story on the way, on the fact that people are fighting the banks. Let me tell you, it's not all about going against the banks, but some of these banks are doing some really crazy stuff when it comes to closing, for closing on homes. And he covered it. We also have. No wonder I saw Klimak outside saying, Toma cabron! <laughs> to the bank. I was driving by, so I'm going out there giving, giving him the finger. Also, Curtis Westfall, legal counsel for resipsalawgroup.com, and then also a homeowner here talking about. About what they're going out, going through right now. So stay tuned. But right now we're going to a musical break from our friends down under Sunset Ride, and this is their tune "Rattlesnake."
ladies and gentlemen, that was Sunset Riot with... Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. <laughs> that was Sunset Riot with Rattlesnake. That's our friends from Down Under. They're going to be here at Theo Luis's Garage because they're invading the U.S. And their first stop, the garage. I want to say hi to Dell and the guys of Rattlesnake and Terrio. And what's up, Holmes? The guys of Rattlesnake? Or Sunset Riot. <laughs> Sunset Riot. Hey, guys, <laughs> we're looking forward to having you guys over. We're honored that you will be making your first stop at Theo Lisa's Garage when you come do your U.S. tour. And to all our Aussie friends down there, please continue to listen. We really dig you guys there. <laughs> it's Aussie, isn't it? Aussie. Aussie. <laughs> Aussie. It's pretty Aussie. Aussie friends. Cheers, mate. Anyway, so now we go to a really, a really important segment in the show where, um, as we as we promised and we've been promoting all week, we're going to tell you how you could tell the backs. Doma cabron. Here's the day. And here's the deal. In all fairness, you know, I'm not a guy, the kind of person who's against institutions. You know, I believe there's places for for banks, any kind of institution, for lawmakers and for law enforcers and things like that. But uh, as you know, we have gone. We're going through a terrible economic crisis, and a lot of it has to do with the bubble, the mortgage, and the homeowner bubble bursting. And uh, unfortunately, the banks, the big banks, had a lot to do with that. And uh, joining us today from NBC Los Angeles uh, with a story. That he uncovered himself, uh, Mr. John Caddy's Klimak. What's up, John? Hey guys, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for having me here. What's up? Man? You didn't come on with your usual applause. Well, I was <laughs> I was about to pull it in, but I, th- I thought we were going to be a little bit more serious on this. One. <laughs> we are serious. We but are. I, serious. See, I see how they play on the Twin Talk. <laughs> we're, you're in a garage, for goodness' sake. <laughs> yeah, remember that. You got to bring your own applause if you want one. <laughs> so, John, thanks. For- and your own beer. First of all, John, thanks for being uh, uh, joining us in the garage here today. Um, yeah, tell us uh, how'd you come ac- how'd you come across the story, or, what, or, or just tell us how you come across the story. Well, here's the thing: there are millions of people who are dealing with this. In the last five years, there were, there were I mean, numbers are showing five million homes that were foreclosed upon, and the problem is that it, it all stems from. Uh, you know the mid 2000s when when you know all these home prices are skyrocketing and people think they can refinance their homes they're going to make some money or they can flip homes uh, but it was also the same time where we've got predatory lending and we've got banks figuring out ways that they can do stuff on the stock market that they haven't been able to do before where they can make millions of dollars on a home that first they sold to you and then they're going to sell to somebody else is that true is that real i mean did you find that to be uh, the case in yeah your you know we spoke with uh, we spoke with a family uh based out of bakersfield california who had their dream home everything planned and ready to go in uh, salt lake city utah this they were planning to retire there beautiful house you know they they bought the house great price they're you know paying paying their mortgage and it gets to the point where you know, we saw what happened in the stock market. Yep. These people lost their savings on the stock market as well. The guy's in his 70s. He's right. still working. Wow. Living in a trailer home in Bakersfield to this day, uh, decided they needed to do something. They had a, they have a son who, who got into this and started to understand a little bit more about all this, decided, okay, there is a way that we can fight the bank because there's a way that we can prove that the bank doesn't technically own the deed. Mm-hmm. And if you don't own the deed, you can't foreclose. Wow. Well, so should we play the story now? Should yeah. we check it out? Okay, so here's the story. Uh, it was uh, it's available at NBCLA.com, but we're going to play it for you now. Check it out. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. It's got to load. You know, if they go to NBCLA.com and they do search Fight the Bank, that's where they can find it. Hold on a second. Retire. 
Five, Hit the switch, six, bro. Seven years ago. <laughs> I've lived for the last 13 years. Merrill and Laverne Chandler are in their 70s. This is where they've lived for the last 13 years. Well, our plan was to retire five, six, seven years ago. They found a home newly built on the outskirts of the town where they met, Salt Lake City, Utah. Within three years, though, things changed. We couldn't make the payments anymore. Their story has a happy ending, though. They fought the bank, and they won. It really is a, an awesome, awesome win. Merrill Chandler Jr., their own son, helped them do it. Because of what they went through, he started a group called NAFTA, the National Association of Foreclosure Defense Advocates. He says when home prices peaked in 2006, it was the same time adjustable rate mortgages of the early 2000s came due. What's happening in, in Southern California is that people who could afford a legitimate payment for the home that they bought are being reset to higher payments, and they can't afford those payments anymore. NAFTA helped Merrill and Laverne realize their mortgage was securitized. What that means is their bank sold the deed to a larger investment bank, which sold it to a trustee firm, which sold it somewhere else, and so on and so on. Finding that loophole in the loan, proving no one could claim true ownership of the deed, saved them. We were shocked to hear that we were in foreclosure. This Northridge couple fell into default last November. They don't want to show their identities for fear their children will find out what's happening. I cannot believe that we are going through this. They should be out of their house by now, but because they have a lawsuit pending with their bank, they can stay. The memory they'll fight to forget was when their default notice appeared on the front door. And they border it in bright blue tape so that the kids can't miss it, the neighbors can't miss it. And what they try to do is humiliate you. And it can be intimidating, this family saying they remember seeing people taking photos of the house with the kids playing in the front yard. And it can be scary. Thousands of our neighbors are going through this. Loan modification forums have brought out tens of thousands over the last two years. For most, though, loan mods won't work. But what banks don't want you to know is this. We can fight this. Marilyn Laverne took their son's advice. We were very fortunate because the judge saw that the securization process occurred and he wasn't aware of actually who the owner of the debt was. In a summary judgment, the house became what's called a permanent possession for the Chandlers. Basically, it tells us that, uh, that we can possess the property, but we don't own it. But if they try and sell it, they have to pay off the lien that's on it. No mortgage payments. They still have to pay property taxes, but because their mortgage was what millions of other mortgages signed between 2001 and 2007 were, the bank couldn't prove they owned the deed. It's a fact this Northridge couple is banking on now. All we tried to do during this whole process was just make us current. This is your security. This is your kid's security. You can't walk away from this. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, NBCLA uh, special report by NBC. LA's uh, John Caddy's Klimak, who's with us today. You know, I want to point something out. Something very important about the story is in talking to these people, they're not in this to try to get a free house. You heard from that guy in Northridge saying, all we wanted to do was get current. Yes, we fell behind with our payments. And you don't, you don't even know how many letters they tried to talk to their banks telling to them what the situation was, you know, explaining we're ready to get back on record. It was just a few months that we couldn't pay. We, you know, we know that there's there's an unpaid balance. We want to make it right. And they're still in the middle of this. You, when you first heard about this, did it seem, I mean, I remember I was part of it. I was watching, you know, your expressions. Did it seem like viable? Did it seem something that was really happening? Like when I first heard about it, this is, this can't be happening. It seemed like every time... It's kind of like a puzzle. 
Um, and and every every little piece, as soon as you start hearing about the, the next part of it, well, the next part of it, and the next part of it, I mean, my jaw just kept dro- dropping. I'm thinking, are you serious? Can so, this be true? So what we're talking about is the securitization of the loans, which means that certain loans, and we'll get into details with uh, with uh, Curtis Westfall later, but certain loans during that area, that, that time and span of time of years were, were securitized. And explain what happens then. The, the thing is the bank will, and I'm going to try to put this simply, uh-huh. you buy a house, you get a loan from the bank. The bank has the deed to the house. You start making your payments. The bank takes that deed, and it goes through the securitization process, which means they're putting it on out to investors on Wall Street. They're now buying the same deed. It might, and it gets very convoluted because you got, you know, the, the bank's also taking out insurance, you know, banking on the idea that you're going to default. To default. Mm-hmm. So, if you default, the bank takes out their insurance policy and they get the money for the house. Gotcha. But they've also already sold your deed to somebody else, so they made money off of that. Over and over again. Right. Because then the people who bought that are doing the same thing and they're making money off of it because they're going to resell it. Mm-hmm. And so it you, continues hey, did and you continues. hear that? Hold on a second. Did you hear that, little joker? You don't have to turn back your green card just because you got it at MacArthur Park. <laughs> what? What, you, what, what does that come from? <laughs> oh, who, who knows who had it first and who had it before him and who had it before him? Shit. <laughs> uh, anything can happen on Twin Talk. You know, that's, a, that's really interesting. And we're going to, you know what I'd like to bring in? This is a good segue to bring in Curtis Westfall, who's from the uh, Res. What, what, Little Joker? Bring in. <laughs> <laughs> we could bring in Curtis Westfall right now from, uh, from uh, he's legal counsel from resipsalawgroup.com. Now, is that, is, that, is that what's happening? They're actually, like the way I look at it, Curtis, is that when I go buy a car, I finance it from Ford Motor Credit and I pay Ford Motor Credit. They don't sell my 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 loan to five, six, seven, eight other people or entities. Is that explain how how that's happening? Yeah, essentially, that's exactly what happened. And what 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 we're seeing now is the government is trying to come in and protect the homeowners. Uh, President Obama has you know been behind a number of different uh, pieces of legislation. Uh, some have done some good, others have been really complete failures. Uh, but the point is, uh, right now. Um, the pendulum is, is swinging back in favor of the homeowner. Um, and, and the reason for that is the unbridled greed that was um, driving the mortgage-backed securities market, uh, and which really led to the economic uh, crisis that we're still reeling from. Right. Um, that was driven by the mortgage lenders uh, doing something that never before had been done in the history of the United States. And that is treating individual mortgages as pieces of stock right. that they could lump together, put into these huge pools, right. and sell off again and again and again. And as John was describing, <clears throat> the reason we can exploit that on behalf of homeowners now, homeowners that are facing foreclosure, is because the bank that actually made the loan, if in fact that bank made the loan, because sometimes... Uh, what we know now is that those banks were just figureheads. They weren't actually parting with their own money wow. to make the loan. Um, <clears throat> but if the bank cannot prove that it actually owns the debt, okay, the debt that's represented by the promissory note and the deed of trust right. that you get when you take out your home loan, sure. then the bank has a huge legal obstacle. 
Now, um, so that's really what uh, my firm is trying to advance on behalf of our clients. And so when you talk about, let's talk about when you say you're, you're exploiting that. I mean, in, the, in terms of what we're trying to say is that that's sort of your, uh, that's your ammunition against these banks. Now, are you finding, because people, here, here's a problem I have with this when I first heard about this. People, like, I, I don't necessarily want a free home. I mean, everyone wants a free home, but if I promised you that I'm going to pay for my home, like, I'm going to pay for it. What, uh, where, at what position do people come to you? I mean, is that what they want? Well, well no. Uh, well, look, everyone wants something free. Something free. <laughs> so the honest answer to that question is yes, of right, course. Right. That's not what we're doing. Right. And we make it very clear to our clients. We're not in this um, fight right. to get you anything for free. What we're interested in and what we are aggressively pursuing is fighting for you and letting you know that you don't have to lay down and take it from the bank without a fight. Let's describe that. I was, forgive me interrupting, but let's describe the person that you, in quick bullet points, the client that you are representing, the homeowner. Okay. Um, we are, are focusing on homeowners whose loans were actually placed into these securitized pools. All right, and we have a, a, a team that conducts audits to determine whether a, a, a specific loan was placed into a pool. If um, a potential client, if we can determine on behalf of a potential client that a loan was in fact securitized, then we've got something that we can talk about. Now, now we can advance this fight that I'm talking about. And we're not saying, we don't march into court and say, uh, gee whiz, your honor, uh, my guy's a little guy. Um, like, <laughs> he, he, he deserves a break from the bank. That, that's not what we do. What we say is, at some point, a loan was made. Sure. Somebody, perhaps, in the universe, has a right to enforce the default remedies under that loan. Right. We don't think any of the defendants that are here before you that are actually trying to push this foreclosure forward are any of those people that have those rights. And so what you're saying, it's those people that, that are those entities that have, since you've bought, purchased your home, have bought the loan from the original bank or whatever. They watered could, down that drink is what they did. And from, exactly. And from what I, from <laughs> no what liquor I'm, in there. Well, yeah, well <laughs> no, you're right. It's kind of like, let me use that same analogy. Once all of the ice cubes in that drink are melted, if I go into court and I can convince a judge to say, Your Honor, they have a right to get their ice cube back, but first they have to show me exactly where your ice cube is. Uh-huh. How are you going to do that? <laughs> so what? So <laughs> I mean, so the way I see it is that basically we all knew a lot of people knew this was going to happen. The economy was going to change, the bubble was going to burst, but um, and putting people in a situation where they can no longer make their payments and what people are really just asking for. What are they just asking for? They just really just want to. It, it, it's simple. On, on, on behalf of our clients, we're not going into court and, and saying uh, somebody doesn't owe this money. Right. We're saying we're not going to pay this money or we shouldn't be required to pay this money to somebody who really doesn't have the right to receive it. Gotcha. And the corollary of that is if these people who are here before you, Your, Your Honor, that are trying to drive this foreclosure don't have the right to get that money. These banks. The banks, they don't have a corresponding right to pursue the foreclosure. And that's exactly what happened in, in uh, the Bakersfield story that uh, you played the segment from. Sure. 
Now, here's and here's and, uh, we had interesting uh, uh, remarks earlier today. Uh, we had a gentleman come on and say it's a pretty good topic. But what I'm seeing, and this is a person who works in the industry in the more in the loan industry. Uh, but what I'm seeing is an abuse from attorneys preying on people losing their homes. People are just paying. People are paying thousands of dollars to these so-called forensics. It's just a scam. What do you say to that? Uh, there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's truth to that. Anytime uh, y- you see a crisis, there are going to be bottom feeders who come out, mm-hmm. try to make a quick buck. Um, and that's why, you know, there's legislations that, that has been passed ag- against uh, anyone who's coming in and promising uh, to get you a loan modification. Gotcha. You know, people were, were getting, you know, hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars to do that and never did a thing. Right. So that's just compounding and aggravating the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody needs real help. Uh, we're not promising any loan modifications. We're going into court. Uh, you know, we've got decades of experience as trial attorneys. We know how to fight. And so what we're doing is bringing our expertise uh, to bear on behalf of these homeowners. And indeed, um, uh, like 98% of uh, loan modifications are turned down. Um, I found out, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that the reason why is that a lot of these securitized loans are not subject to loan modification. Well, it's a it, it, it's kind of that. It's a, it's a little bit uh, so, a little uh, bit distinct. The, the, the problem is because nobody can identify the specific ice cube, mm-hmm. okay, uh, that made the loan. All right, that ice cube's melted. <laughs> right. Nobody has the right to decide whether or not the the material and fundamental terms of that loan can be changed. Basically, and yeah. the banks know it. That's why they're not going to modify your loan. And what we're hearing, <laughs> and, and I'd like to bring in our next guest. <laughs> and I'd like to bring our next guest because what we're hearing over and over again, as as uh, John, I know, heard it too as we started the investigation. I, I took part in some of that as well, is, is uh, that a lot of people have gone to their banks in good faith and said, hey, I, we need some health, uh, help, help, some help. You need health. Our economic situation has changed. Can you help us with a loan mod? They put you on a trial loan mod, and then it, after six months, they say you don't qualify and next you know you're a default or whatever and you're in even worse shape than you were before and um, next with us uh, joining us in the garage as well is a is a homeowner who was one of the homeowners who was featured in that story in silhouette um, and uh, he's here with us now can you tell us is that the case in your in your situation sir well in most cases we're finding out that Uh, i'm sorry let me turn up your mic go ahead in most cases we're finding out that the homeowners aren't really looking for something free all they want to do is work with the banks bring their loans current. Mm-hmm. In our particular situation, we didn't even know about the foreclosure taking place. In your case? In our case. Uh-huh. We didn't know it was even taking place until we called the bank. Uh, we've been in contact with throughout the whole time. Tell us where you were first before. Let's put this in chronological order. Yeah. You, you, uh, you were already working with the bank? Yeah. We're, my, my wife and I were in real estate. Obviously, real estate sure. wasn't doing well at that time. Sure. So we notified the bank and said, here's where we are. We're going to be a little late on this payment, a little late in this payment, a little late in this payment. And they worked with us. Sure. We fell behind 60 days. So we, we called the bank uh, in November and said, we're ready to make payments, get even. They said, you can't. You're in foreclosure. We wow. never even knew about it. And up to that point, they had said with you, thanks for calling. Yeah. And no problem. We really appreciate it. Exactly. And so they basically laid you on. Big time. Oh. Big time. We went through We went through the banks. We talked to the supervisors. We talked to customer service. We worked our way all the way up to the president of BFA uh, 
Moynihan's office, and we were assured that we were working with the president's office. Um, we were instructed by their representative, their so-called representative at that time, that oh, forget everything in the past because we, we already know that you were approved for repayment plan, but then for some reason they didn't uh, go ahead and, and go forward with it. Um, we, so we were discussing it with the, the uh, young lady from, we thought was from Winahan's office, and after going, going back and forth and trying to resolve the matter, she says, oh, don't worry about what happened in the past. We'll take care of it from this point on. So as we're getting close to making the payments and becoming current, we find out that it really wasn't even the president's office that we were dealing with. It was someone who was nothing more than a clerk that was telling us what she can do and what she can't do for wow. us. Wow. At that point, we're into trustee sales. Luckily, you know, with Curtis and with John doing the story, and uh, we found NAFTA with uh, Merrill Chandler and Brad Burnett. Uh, with, with that kind of team, uh, we found the relief that we needed. So, so what did they do for you? Well, you know... We, we spoke with the bank again and asked them about resolving the situation so we don't have to go into the media, we don't have to go into court. Right. And, uh, you know, they basically said this is the way it is, even though we had the money to pay them. And here's the deal. What I get here is this. You should have told them you were sending John Klimak. They would have gave you that house right away. <laughs> I did tell them that. <laughs> so here's the deal. What, what, we're, what I'm hearing is that you – uh, yourself and your wife, who happened mm-hmm. to be happened to be in the real estate mm-hmm. business already, I and mean, we all know what that that took a big chunk mm-hmm. uh, after the economy busted. You actually tried in good faith with your bank to say, "Hey, look, sorry, uh, we're going to have trouble paying," and they just kind of led you on. And next thing you know, you're going into foreclosure without us even knowing it. Without you even the way we it. found out is the real estate uh, guy came to the door, knocking the door, opened the door, said, "Can I help you?" Um, yeah, you want to short sale your house? What are you talking about, short sale my house? Mm-hmm. Well, a trust, you know, a uh, notice of default was filed against your property. Wow. We knew nothing about it until the guy knocked on the door. B of A, you know, oh, we're going to work with you. We'll take care of it. We're here. Matter of fact, their letterhead says, we're not here to take your house. We're here to help you keep it. Wow. Well, I didn't find that at all. Well, and, and, and your Curtis. Chick, your chick messed up on you, and I'm here to tell you. <laughs> is, is, is that something you hear? I mean, that's messed up. <laughs> and, and, and my findings as, as we worked in the story, is this, that's sort of endemic to what's going on with the banks. Is that correct? Or mm-hmm. that, they're, that they're being led on? And Well, the banks aren't being led on. No, the, the borrowers, the, the are, borrowers being are being led on. on, yes. Yeah, and this gets back to the, the fundamental uh, problem. The, the banks that often originated the loans – um, once they sold, packaged the loans and sold them off again and again and again in, in these pools of mortgage-backed securities, the banks retained the right to act as the loan servicer. So this is another problem that creates rampant confusion because the borrower <clears throat> says, okay, well, I got my loan from uh, Bank ABC. Uh, Bank ABC. Or B of A. Yeah. <laughs> choose any letters you want. Um, ASS. And, and um, I'm continuing to make payments to this bank, right? But you're making payments to that bank not as the originator of the loan, but rather as the servicer. Right. The servicer, so everyone knows, is just like the secretary. Right. Who sends out the, the mortgage statements and collects the payments and sends them off to whoever they should go to. Um, and then when borrowers get behind and uh, a foreclosure starts, they think in good faith that it's okay for them to continue to deal with the originator, 
who's now the servicer, right. but as the servicer, the servicer has no rights to agree to anything. So what we see again and again is uh, a borrower who's working in good faith for months, mm-hmm. expecting that something good is going to happen and that they can get back on their feet. The whole time it's been a charade. Yeah. So that's another fundamental problem. You know, uh, we're running out of time, but uh, before we go, um, is there anything that you really, that you want to, that that you want to say to the homeowner who's out there who's the beleaguered homeowner who feels like oh my gosh I'm about to I'm just I know people personally that are like forget it I'm walking away beleaguered yeah dude. what's that wasn't that up. movie with Charlie Sheen <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there's, hey, some, there's something on? yeah let's what because what people are walking away <laughs> from their homes because they're giving up there's something there's a couple of key points first thing is don't uh, buy a house. No, no, you, you, you can't ignore the problem, okay? It's not going to go away. Um, you mean that itch? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, you, you can't ignore um, the problem with the bank. Right. Get it? <laughs> so, um, In all seriousness, you you got to do something about it. No, and so... You have to educate yourself. You have to get proactive. And you have to understand that you don't just have to lay down and let let yourself get steamrolled by the bank. Sure. And uh, knowledge is power. We hear mm-hmm. that all the time. When you're dealing with banks in these specific situations, that's absolutely true. So get get educated and be willing to fight. Go ahead. Tell them. Where, where, where can they go? Well, <clears throat> they can reach uh, my group, Race Ipsa Law Group, at uh, area code 310 525 3575 that's in Century City once again 310-525-3575 now you have offices in the southwest not just in in, in the west coast right you're, you're all over the place we've got we've got a network of affiliates that work with us so yes that's true awesome is there one thing you want to say sir? yeah one thing is the one comment that your listener made as far as the vultures that are out there they're out there Right. You get a mailbox full of everybody that can do everything for you, and they really can't do anything. You want 5000 for this. The place to go for information, it's a great place. It's NAFTA, N-A-F-D-A now dot, dot org. They're great. They give you all the information you need. It's nonprofit. Nonprofit. You know, the Merrill and the Brad, uh, they stand by you. Curtis was great. Find the right people. And this comes from a homeowner, ladies and gentlemen, who's in the middle of it, who's uh, who's feeling some hope finally in a situation. So, ladies and gentlemen, give these guys a call and tell the banks, Toma. <laughs> John, anything else you want to add? Uh, you want people to follow you on uh, Twitter or Facebook? Or yeah, anything? Twitter, John NBCLA, and uh, Facebook as well, John NBCLA. And, of course, uh, if we have some more investigations that you guys know about that we need to get into, by all means, let me know about them. Send Klimak. John, thanks so much for being with us. Right and it, thanks for making it to... <laughs> John Candy's Cleanet. Right on, Cleanet. <laughs> Curtis Westfall from Res Ipsa Law Group. And uh, thank you, uh, a homeowner who's going through it as well right now. We really appreciate you sharing your, uh, your story with us. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Please stand by as we will be right back. Tuesday is Twinsday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
is another consciousness, the eternal consciousness, a distinct, free of creed, not subject to tally, but cannot be purchased consciousness. Everything visible and invisible are realized through it. So still your mind and allow the dream to dissolve. Release your thoughts and all its complexities and inhale the love we call oxygen. As it touches your lungs with every breath, be present to it. As it warms your skin, be present to it. As it comforts your soul like a kind jester, be present to it. This vast, limitless source does not subdue at the time of death, but it can manifest in your life into an open spatial universe from which to thrive in. So waste not another breath in a fruitless search for yourself and allow the eternal consciousness to create yourself. Chill, one love. That was the Chill Lounge with my brother Angel, and that ends another Show. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Everybody, thanks for listening again, and uh, make sure you tell all your friends about us. You can find us at www.twintalkcast.com, or you can also find us on iTunes. Just search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You listen to all our pod, all our shows have been archived for podcast and for free subscription. So you know, subscribe to it. And uh, check it out. Yes. And what are we going to have next week? Next though? week, we're going to have special guests um, in honor of the uh, uh, um, Inland Empire Rock for a Cure. We're going to have Jason and Shauna Smith, who are in the midst of their own uh, cancer crisis, and they're willing to share their story with us. Awesome. Also, we're going to ha- have uh, Ace Camille. He's going to call in and premiere his new, their new video. Uh, it's pretty dope. So, and, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to Heather Yako. Yako. Thank you, Heather, for making it with us today. Thank you. And uh, we're going to catch you guys next week on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Ciao.